Hey yo, taste me and listeners, did you know on Spotify and Apple Podcasts you can actually leave us a rating? Yeah, that's right. So if you want to help grow this podcast even more, be sure to visit Spotify or Apple Podcasts and leave us the rating and give us as high as a score you think we deserve. I say give us five stars, and honestly, you probably should. So please be sure to check out both Spotify and Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating, and please enjoy the rest of this episode. Hello, A Taste of Meaning listeners. Welcome to our season finale for season two. You know, it's been so funny because we've been talking about food and like the meaning of food for the past two seasons. And, you know, today is the episode where we actually bring on a chef to talk about food and the meaning behind it. Let me introduce you guys to Chef Rob. He is a, you know, chef who has done many things, but by what he tells me, he's really known for um, vegan burgers and fries that he helped set up in his food truck in Fresno. So, yeah. Hello, Rob. Man, hello, hello. Thank you guys for uh, having me on today. I'm super juiced, been waiting all week for this. So um, appreciate you guys and what you guys are doing and just uh, allowing me to just be a part. For sure, for sure. And I, I, to give viewers some more context uh, as how we came in contact with Rob. So I, you know, he's part of the, uh, the book club that we brought in, um, we brought in Houston um, from. So same book club. I, I really learned a lot from, from hearing from Rob and, and hearing him talk about just some of the different ways he's connected to the, the book. And, and I thought it was going to be a really great opportunity to bring him on. So super happy to have you here. And of course, you know, low key, we're going to make this episode better than Houston's. Uh, <laughs> 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 so yeah let's let's kick it off i mean love to learn um uh, just kind of have an introduction uh, about yourself you know what are some either identities you connect with uh your background any passions in your profession um okay well uh i'm chef rob i'm 33 years old i'm from Pondo, california um i've been i've been in food a minute like i don't know when the clicker starts but my first job from, you know, high school, uh, and especially people in the Antelope Valley would know, at least my, my age uh, group, is we would, we would get, uh, our first job would be at Magic, Six Flags Magic Mountain, and at 15 and a half, like, the only job that I could do was in food service, so I remember working, you know, the waterfront grill um, in front of the Re- uh, Revolution ride, um, if anybody's familiar with Magic Mountain, from, you know, from there going to like Subway and working there for two years, uh, probably could have managed the store, but I was just like 16, 17 years old. So um, I didn't get that uh, opportunity, nor probably could I at the time. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm a, a Navy veteran. Um, I didn't do food in the Navy, but, um, you know, when I got out, I kind of went this route of like, um, starting a nonprofit with my friends. And once I realized that wasn't really the path for me, I kind of regrouped and was like, dang, what am I going to do? Um, you know, what am I passionate about? You know, I need like a skilled trade with my hands. And, uh, you know, culinary school popped up and I was like, well, let me go see and try to learn things that I don't know. Um, and so, I mean, at that point, I feel like I'd always cook for my friends. I feel like, you know, I had what they call like, the the culinary road is like a flavor profile like you'll see like kids go to culinary school and they won't know how to season food you know what I mean but I felt like uh, uh, by the time I was there you know I I knew how to season things without being scared that it's going to be 
whack, I guess. You know, there's like a confidence in seasoning, if that makes sense. Um, so, you know, did the culinary school route, came out of school, uh, attempted to start a catering company. I had to take a couple steps back because I realized what I had in my head for the idea wasn't being executed. Um, and uh, from there, man, just a whole bunch of odd in, you know, cooking jobs that, that we have. My, my culinary mentor would always tell me like, um, you know, go somewhere, learn what you can, you know, in that kitchen. And then when you can't learn anymore, it's time to go somewhere else, you know? And so that's kind of like the format that I followed um, and kind of led me to this point where I got a phone call from a, from a, a buddy of mine um, that's like, yo, I want to, I want to open up a food truck. Um, he didn't have any experience in, in food. And he's like, you know, he went plant-based and he's like, uh, you know, can you come up here and, and help execute this idea? And so uh, we, we did. And, you know, um, October uh, 19, 20, 2019, we, we got, you know, the concept off the ground, which ended up being a Planet Vegan. Um, which is a plant-based food truck in Fresno. Um, and uh, yeah, and so it's been, you know, from that point on, um, learned a lot, um, a lot of things to do and a lot of things not to do. And, you know, um, now, you know, yeah, that's, that's pretty much, you know, the gist of everything. At, at, uh, in the middle of the first year of the food truck, I got a contract to go uh, and explore like a private chef um, short uh, run gig. And so at some point in 2020, I was basically managing driving up to Fresno uh, for a weekend shift from like Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Um, and during the week uh, from Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, I would be at a client's house in, in, in West Hollywood. So um 2020 was very busy. Um, learned a lot though, and um, you know, learned a lot. So, so yeah, that's my uh, that's my that's my my short little cooking uh, resume. Wow. But um, yeah. So that, now I'm, I'm yeah yeah. That's super dope, man. I mean, it, it yeah. it's it's cool to kind of see like just the 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 being that the humble aspect of it, like as you started off and, and how it led to where you're at now. And, yeah. you know, I think what, one of the things, cause I, 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 I've listened to another podcast that has a chef who hosts it. And, you know, he talks about, there's just sort of like a, there's like a grind to, to sort of being a chef. And there's also like, you know, like once you're in that world, it, it's, it's like a, it's its own experience. And so, yeah. I mean, how, how, how do you, I guess, how would you speak to that of just sort of like, is there sort of like a grind that goes into being a chef and, you know, like the world of what that looks like? It's a, it's a grind, man. Um, it's very labor intensive. A lot of times I was really trying to get out of like cooking. Like, so when I got that phone call from my buddy for, uh, to start the food truck in Fresno, I was actually going to school for sports marketing. Um, and I was kind of doing some freelance work with another friend of mine who had a startup for a sports agency. Um, and, and it was because I, I didn't really see the route in, in food at my age that was gonna, I felt make enough money I needed uh, for my stability with, with, with my family and my responsibilities. And so I'm grateful for the opportunity 
uh, to get the phone call to where I didn't have to put any money up, but I did have to put my intellectual property up with, in, along with sweat equity um, to kind of see the ownership side of things um, and be like, yo, like, you know, owning a food truck could make more than your dentist or doctor. Um, if you, you know, if things, if, if things happen, you know, the right way, I guess, not the right way, there's not one way to do things, but, um, but just as a employee, um, man, it, it's, it's a lot, it's hours on your feet, um, it's weird hours, just in general, um, like, for instance, I'm catering a wedding on Saturday, that client, you have to get a COVID test, like a rapid COVID test, you know, uh, before the event. So it's three hours before the event that they have to run through the staff. Um, it's, it's in a, and this is catering. So it's in a, it's in, it's in a city that's an hour and 15 minutes away from me. Um, so say I got to be there at 1145. That means I got to leave home at 1130. Um, then the event's over at 1030. And then, you know, another hour and a half back and I'm at like a 14 hour day so I'm about 12 hour day you know what I mean give or take you know I'm, I'm not a I'm not a math teacher so you know <laughs> don't judge my my calculations right there but um so it's a grind and, and um I think with with anything um you have to have a passion for it so the grind isn't as tough so you, you so you're in love with the process you know what I mean so um, there's this fast pacedness of short order food and, and things that I, that I do love. It's a lot of moving parts, but I feel like if I was just sitting down somewhere, it, it, it might get boring. So, um, you just, you, it, it, because of how labor intensive things are and, and how fluid you have to be with your schedules, you'll see a lot of people that don't have the passion and they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna hang up my chef coat and this knife and, you know, I'm going into something else. So, um, so yeah, so it's, it's. It's definitely a grind. It's it's definitely on your feet all day. It's definitely you know what I mean. I have a a, a a sturdy pair of Crocs that you know have to go on my feet if I'm up and uh, if I'm up on on my on my feet for you know twelve hours or whatever the day might um, ask for. And um, and yeah, man. So I mean, that's for me as a as a owner or, or looking through things with that scope. I really have to find passionate people that actually really love it um, to grow with because, you know, that's why you'll have a high turnover with just employees and people you're working with just because they're like, F this, you know what I mean? Like, I'm good. This little, this money I got today was not worth me being on my feet, you know, missing this whole day or having to be somewhere earlier when you said, you know, there's just a lot of, it's a lot of fluidity you have to have and, and you know, you got to be passionate about it or it could suck. No, no lie. Yeah, no lie. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had another follow-up, but I wanted to pitch it to Martin. Did you have any sort of follow-up that you wanted to ask? Oh, I'll say that until after the food section, but I really want to go about like food truck stories and like different like things you had to do to like prepare for like a big event like ahead of time. So we can push that for like a little okay. later. Okay. Um, a follow-up I have was like, because, you know, with, with that process of, working like you mentioned like a really really long day like that and also I, I can imagine there's a lot of prep work that even goes before that as well and so yeah. like how how has being in this industry impacted your life overall like you know you know balancing out your personal life and balancing out just you know outside of work I I think with with 2020 was such a load on me mentally to where you know you know we in a book club we just recently talked about like burnouts and feeling that like 
because we're neophytes and and even though I've been in food, I never owned, you know, an operation or been a part of ownership of an operation um, to where you you see how much how mentally demanding it is when you got to prepare the food. You may not have the staff to do it. So the first five months is like I'm the one that's, you know, at least training people are actually doing the food prep. Right. So to say that's Wednesday and we're open Thursday through Monday. So you you, you OK, so like this would be a typical week on the truck. It would be. Monday, uh, Monday might be a rest day, or you might use that day to clean the truck, like a deep clean of the truck. Tuesday would be our rest day. Wednesday, you're receiving the, the, the raw materials that you didn't have to put away, rotate in your inventory, um, and then start preparing. So that could be a, that could be a day, depending on the load uh, and the demand of your product. Thursday, you're going into operations. So Thursday, you it, that that could be um uh that could be a day you might have to get up extra early to put protein propane in your tanks for the week um then just putting supplies that you prepped on your truck even hooking your truck up to your hitch on your you're hooking your trailer up to your hitch on your truck that's pulling the trailer is a process um pulling out of your say storage facility that you have the truck and driving it to the place that you're going to prepare food at, then turning on your equipment, going through those processes, um, you know, then starting your day of uh, serving, you know, the public. Um, and then when you're done serving the public, cleaning everything, um, shutting everything down, um, getting a list of things that you might need for the next day, just in case it was a super busy day. So you may have, you may have prepped for one day, but that one day was taken because it was super busy. So now um, the end of the day, you're looking like, what do we need to do for tomorrow? Um, and that might mean I need to go shopping in the morning and I need to prepare more food before the truck even moves to the site to sell food again, you know? Um, so, you know, uh, so you go through your week and then Sunday you, you wrap things up or uh, Sunday or Monday, you wrap things up and, you know, you start it over again. And so, um, and so, yeah, with just, you know, dealing with some of the things of like, what we, there's so many lessons learned last year, like our generator on our truck, we, I didn't know you had to get it serviced with like fresh oil every month. So we were running our generator for like six straight months and then summer hit last year. And then where we have people waiting in line and the truck is the generators turning on and off and you're like, oh snap, like, you know what I mean? Like, what do we do? And and in being new to everything, you're like, I don't know what's wrong. You know what I mean? With gases in the generator, why isn't it turning on? You know, and it's something as simple as like, well, guys, you didn't read the 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 maintenance manual, and you didn't, you never changed the oil. So, <laughs> generator issues and triple digit heat last year was like an issue. You know what I mean? And then if the generators can't, if you can't fix it, it has to get serviced. Now, you can't sell food that day. Now the business is losing money. So just something as simple as a generator or i have a story where you know first couple of months the person who built our truck out there didn't um secure our grill the proper way um great guy um but i think he was used to building trucks differently and when we uh when i customized the truck specifically for burgers i don't know i, I can't justify what happened all i know is i pulled up on the site and when i tell y'all i opened the back of the trailer and the whole grill was on the floor. Oh. My staff wasn't there yet. 
I'm like, I have pictures and I'm like, what do I do? You know what I mean? Not only does the grill have to go turn on because we got to grill onions and get stuff hot, right? To serve properly. Um, I have to pick a grill up. My guys aren't here. You know, the truck's not wide. So the grill is like wedged on a table and it's just like, so I, so I had to have like a, a moment where to take a deep breath. And I picked this grill up, man. I picked it up by myself. And by the time everybody got there, they're looking at me and I'm, I'm looking like, like pissed. Like I'm just mad at the world right now. You know, you guys are late. The, the thing failed. I'm mad at the guy who built the truck. I'm just mad at everybody. But um, it's through all of everything, just it, it teaches you patience. It teaches you a lot of patience and realizing that there's a lot of things that are not in our control. So you have to go into the day ready to take on whatever, you know what I mean? So proper sleep, proper nutrition and a proper mindset, you know what I mean? It's just like mandatory because a lot of times we're trying to tell the future and be like, this is what's gonna happen tomorrow. And tomorrow's like, nah, fam, like <laughs> this was gonna happen. Yep. You're gonna pull up. You got all the food prepared, but your tire's flat. And it's like, well, how do we move the truck with the flat tire? And you got to call somebody out. And <laughs> so it's yeah. just like, it's a lot of that. So, so you, you just learn how to adapt. And I think for me, it just, it helped me like, um, be a, uh, like a better producer to where you're like, you know, you got to make a, you got to multitask and be like, okay, I got to make a call to this guy. And then once, once you see that problem, you now have a, uh, to prepare so that doesn't happen again so it's like since you didn't know how to be proactive and you were reactive now you got it fixed it's like okay now how do I be proactive how am I how do I become proactive so this doesn't happen again in the future yeah so it's a lot of it's a lot of that it's a lot of that and that's yeah. probably with everything you know no totally and like I love how you're going to the behind the scenes of this stuff right like the yeah. all that management and all that responsibility outside of the food but now that we covered mm -hmm. that part like I want to like I know personally for me I like I want to know more about the food that means the most to you or like any of your favorite foods man I um you know going I've been plant-based for like two years now and so um I found like just things that were easily to translate into like a plant-based well at least the things I like to eat um has been like Thai food you know what I mean um I eat a lot of that. Um, I eat a lot of fried rice, you know, um, it, it's just, it, I found it just those there, if I eat out, cause a lot of times I'm cooking so much or you're, 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 you're I'm driving somewhere, I'm out to where I didn't um, prepare for them, for me to make a meal when I get home. So a lot of times I do find myself eating out um, for stuff like that um, or I love doing um, just veganizing, just um, Mexican food um, and just being a California kid. It's just engulfed in the California culture of just a good taco. Shout out to Houston in his episode. Um, you know, whereas like say growing up with say a soul food, um, you know, as far as like your family gatherings and things of that nature, you got your, your, your baked mac and cheese, your, your greens, your, um, your barbecue and things of that nature. I find myself having to, those aren't as easy uh, to veganize, even though people do it. You know, there's, it's, there's not a lot of great vegan mac and cheese recipes, but I've had some. And, and, and that's the cool thing about, um, that's the cool thing about, um, sorry, hold on. Yeah, that's the cool thing about um, where the plant-based world is going is that the more people adapt and the more chefs come, to this side, um, 
the technology improves. So it's just like, I had my first mayataki mushroom the other day. And when I tell y'all, it had a chicken-like texture that's phenomenal. Um, I took, my well, my friend took a mayataki mushroom. He marinated in, in, a, in a jerk rug, uh, smoked it on a grill. Um, and then I was tearing it up like that. And then uh, they're frying chicken. So I'm like, yo, let me get some of this batter. And I took that same smoked mayotake mushroom that has this white flesh and this 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 chicken breast type texture. And I and it already been smoked and marinated. And I was like, I wonder if I can take this and fry it, even though we did all this stuff to it already. I fried that thing up and I'm like, okay, boom, here's my workaround for, you know, I'll use this to barbecue or if I want a chicken sandwich, you know what I mean? So yeah. Um, so I, you know, I love Mexican food. Um I'm not so like emotionally attached to, you know, things I grew up on. Um, but I mean, I did grow up on just great food in general. Like, and I think that's my a passion comes from like not eating bad stuff. So that was my, my need to cook is like, yo, my, both my parents are working. I'm not about to live off hot pockets. Hot pockets. Like it's not, <laughs> it's not going down. You know what I mean? So my sister yeah. told me, this how you marinate some chicken. This how you make you some fried rice. I'm like, bet. You know what I mean? Or like, uh, I used to grow up. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever had like chicken. It's like chicken divine, or chi- I, it's like basically like a chicken broccoli rice and cheese casserole. Oh yeah. And that. I remember, yeah. So when my mom would leave, it's like I could live off that for like two, three days. And so you know, she taught me how to do it. You know, layer the rice down put the cream of mushroom chicken in here with this, stir it up, put the cheese in there, salt, pepper, broccoli, throw it in the oven. Mm-hmm. And so some those dishes growing up were like my go-tos or like a chili, you know what I mean? So yeah. like I got my good survival food and I think that's just, I don't necessarily have a love for one type of food, but just great food. Like I'm, I'm for it, you know what I mean? So it's no, I like, love that. Yeah. Can, so yeah. I want to expand on one thing. So like you said, you've been plant-based for the past two years. For yeah. I know there's a lot of people who, you know, are not used to plant-based or they just haven't had the opportunity to try those alternatives. What do you say to people who are trying to be introduced to plant-based food or sh- like, or are a bit hesitant to trying it? Um, you know, honestly, it's just like, I, I grew up in the okay, when I grew up, but I was working for a year in 2018 with, with my friends that own Veggie Fam LA, my Filipino friends, Anthony and Christine, shout out to them, met them at a catering gig, and they're like, yo, we're about to do complex time, you know what I mean, like, we really like your vibe, like, can you, can you work with us, and um, working with them and doing uh, vegan street fairs in North Hollywood, I got engulfed in, like, the junk food, vegan food, so, like, the burger, you know what I mean? A good, a very good vegan burger, um, vegan pizza that was hitting, you know, vegan Jamaican patties, just the whole world. And that the junk food, I was like, okay, if I can, if I can have a good pizza, if I can have me a good burger, then I can mix in some smoothies and some things like that. And so I feel like those, the, I'll say the not so healthy ones, you know, whether it's deep fried or whatever, once I had those, and I was like, okay, the junk food is hitting like my regular junk food. And that kind of like opened, opened my mind, you know? And so it's like, okay, well, you know, and then you kind of look at things that you already had in your diet, whether it's like chips and guac, and you're like, yo, this was already, you know what I mean? Plant-based quote unquote. So I guess for those people is just finding, 
I follow a lot of these like vegan bloggers, these at home people, and you just kind of watch somebody make something and you're like, that actually looks good. Let me try it. So if anything, it's just like, if you don't buy a plant-based cookbook, you know, cause a lot of times people are like, what am I going to eat? It's like buy a cookbook. So you don't have to answer that question every day. Um, and then it's hard when people around you aren't with that life. You know what I mean? So I guess every all change has to be internal. You know what I mean? So you really have to like be doing it for a good reason, I guess. Like my reason was just like, yo, I'm about to, I'm about to start a vegan food truck. How can I not be plant-based myself? You know what I mean? Like, I feel oh, like, I like that because you're not being it. a hypocrite. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. eating the type of food that you're creating. Yeah. That whole year, bro, I was trying to like, I was trying, I'd be like six days and then, you know, I'm cooking something for my kids. I start snacking on stuff and I'm like, dang, but I couldn't like really lock in until like it was go time or we were about two months out from the truck opening. So, yeah. um, and then um, the, the business associates up there were plant-based as well. And so I was hanging out with them. So it, it, it's, it's, just like the book club, you know, Charlie, it's like having that community around you, even if it's one person just eating with you, it helps out a lot. So for me, um, having somebody that was going to embark on that journey and be around me um, helped out a lot, um, especially people that you already know that are like, yo, this is so somebody just being like, what did you eat today? It's like, well, I had, I had, a, I had orange juice with a avocado toast and, you know, arugula. You know, I had a seaweed salad, you know, for lunch with, you know, um, uh, a, another smoothie or something. And for dinner, I fixed a, a burger and fries, a vegan burger and fries, you know, and I had a pickle on the side or something, you know, that'd be a day, you know, not the, I guess, healthiest, but it's pretty balanced. You got your fruit in there. You got your, you got your carbs, of course, you know, mm -hmm. so I think it's just like really just seeing like just trying out recipes because sometimes recipes suck you know what I mean and <laughs> look through the reviews and just you know but I would say start with vegan junk food first <laughs> and then <laughs> you know what I mean mix mix it in because junk food junk food so it's like yeah. don't don't live off it but you know it's just textures with people so it's it's really textures like that's yeah. what people feel like if this texture is not the same like nah like I made um I made so mushrooms are like my best friend right now. And um, I made like shredded beef tacos for my kids. They're not plant-based yet. Um, but my my veganized version was like, I literally just uh, shredded some oyster mushrooms with my hand and I just marinated it in the same stuff I marinated the, the beef with. And I just cooked it down. And mushrooms, you gotta cook it down. So it, it gets rid of the spongy texture that people that aren't mushroom fans don't like at all. And when you cook it all the way down, it, it releases that sponginess and kind of um, dehydrates it because the water's out and then you're like yo this is like a shredded meat texture you know what I mean so I just cook it cook it down and my son was one of the pickiest eaters I, I gave it to him and he was like this is good like this is good hey. and I know if my 14 year old yeah I know if my 14 year old approved it's like all right he did something so trial and error man that's just trial and error and just having an open-minded open-mindedness to be like just because this one recipe wasn't good doesn't mean everything is bad you know so charlie do you have a cookbook yeah oh yeah go man ahead, no. you, you may be charlie, go for it. Yeah. you may be changing the perception of mushrooms for a lot of people out there because <laughs> i it, it, like i feel like mushrooms is a very polarizing type of food like you either really love mushrooms or you're like 
get that thing away from me. And yeah. I, I think if, if there's sort of like an in-between to that, where how you described it, where it's just how to do it to where you can have it replicate something that people are familiar with. And I think yeah. that's probably the challenging part about maybe people who may be on the fence or a little bit unsure is like, you know, I'm, I'm so used to eating what I I'm used to and mm -hmm. imagine trying something that can replicate that. And it might not be, you know, uh, beef or it may not be chicken. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really awesome that the way you described mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, it's yeah. And then I think the other thing that really stood out to me, what you said is it's that internal work. It's the, mm -hmm. the, the, the part where you're sort of being able to reflect on, on yourself of like, oh, dang, like if I'm about to be doing this, it's not going to be for my friends, it's not going to be for my family. It's literally going to be for me and, and what makes sense for what I'm going to be doing. And in your case, it, it had to make sense because that's the profession you're going into. But for others, it's like, you know, it's being able to do it for someone else. It's not going to be the same as doing it for yourself. And sustaining that for yourself yeah yeah so no, i want to transition to like you as working in the food industry as a chef so you mentioned in your topic about like food that's meaningful to you you mentioned that when you were cooking for your children like obviously they don't, they're not plant-based yet so you're still making them like food that has like you know natural meat in it so as a mm -hmm. chef how challenging is to make something that has meat without having to taste it? You know what I mean? Maybe I know like for a lot of people who cook, they taste as they go. So for you, is that a challenge for you to like not taste something that's with meat in it? Or like, dude, how, do get, like how do you get through it? Dude, um, so last year when I had this private chef um, gig um, for this company I created called Steam and Braze, um, the client was not plant-based. And so this was a guy... Um, and he was paying a very, very great, generous salary. And so it was like six months into um, uh, Planet Vegan and literally like my whole day, everything was consumed with literally just burgers. You know what I mean? So I really wasn't confident in taking the contract because of that one thing, because I had never had to cook um, just meat and things of that nature. Um, for six months at least you know and um so I I I I asked my homegirl Leah to help quarterback that with me and so she was in the kitchen with me for the first um for the first uh, couple of weeks and so the first it was like the first week I made something and it was so salty like she, she tasted it she's like did you taste this so I'm looking at her like no I can't you know what I mean I'm plant-based I can't put that meat in my mouth um and she's like She's like, dude, you're going to have to like, you're going to have to put it in your mouth and spit it out or something like, because we're going to lose this contract. You know what I mean? If, you, if, if, if I'm not here. And so I had to take a step back and be like, dang, like, so it got to the point to where um, I dialed it down to where um, I'm good with my spices, but I, I had my like recipe is like a teaspoon per pound of meat. Mm -hmm. And I learned that that's the recipe for me as far as like doing it without having to taste it. And so, you know, I had 31 years of, you know, well, not 31 years of cooking, but 31 years of like looking at food and meat and things of that nature. So like, 
I know how to sear stuff. You know, I know how to check a steak for medium rareness and things of that nature. But just definitely being confident in my abilities to feed somebody something that I didn't put in my mouth, you know what I mean? Or didn't taste it. Um, but there were times in the beginning where I just had to like put like a piece of, of something in my mouth just so I can um, taste, like taste, like not chew down, but kind of like, you know, get it on my tongue and I spit yeah. it out and I'm like, okay, we're good. Like we're good. So there was a little bit of putting my mouth and then, and then it spit it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, but I dialed it down to where I know one teaspoon of salt per pound of meat. That's my, that's like my rule of thumb. And that's and cool I'm because, good. yeah, but that's like a testament to how talented and like, ass like assuring you are when cooking that you can make these dishes that have food in them, or is that not food? Obviously, food, duh, but have meat yeah. in them that mm -hmm. aren't plant based, and you don't even need a tr like taste as you go, and it comes out solid, like it just comes out mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah, that's an elite that's, chef's that, right there. Yeah, that's <laughs> like some expert level stuff going on. Look, no, don't hype me up. It's just, <laughs> I got through. My my client could have just been really nice, but it's so funny because like it, it was always, I'm always like, I don't know. So I can say I'm extremely confident, but literally in the back of my mind, I'm like, I don't know. And I serve <laughs> it and then I would know, I would just base things on how fast is he eating? Um, and did he want seconds? And or he'll just be so he, either if he didn't say, Oh, this is good, and like, yo, can you give me another round? And I'm like, okay, you know, it's good. Yeah. Or, you know, he'll just flat out, he would flat out say like, Rob, this is hitting, you know? And I'm like, cool, you know, like, you sure? So <laughs> it was, you know, but if it was like a broth or something like that, like I'll taste the broth. Like that's, yeah. cool. I'm not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I will so, say I am looking at the food for um, yeah. Vegan Planet and oh, it's, okay. it's pretty fire. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. Like it looks pretty really, like man. the fries, the burgers, like it just all looks pretty solid. Like so you wouldn't even know it was out, a burger. Yeah. So check out um, Padron Grill on Instagram. So that's the plant-based Mexican food um, concept that I'm working on with my buddy, uh, Chef Miguel, and my boy Chase. Um, that's, that's me trying to crack into that world and also offering something that's soy-free and gluten-free, um, which is like, if you, can, if you can give me something that's really tasty, don't let me, and it doesn't have any meat or dairy and it's soy free and it's gluten free. It's like, yo, it's special to me, to me. Like, so, um, whereas you like, say it's called for, Patron Grill? Padron. So it's basically P, P, uh, P A D R O N. Yeah. It, like Patron, but with a D. Yeah. Patron, but uh, Padron Grill. I see that. I see that now. Yeah. And so that's, that. And this is all soy know, based. All right. That no 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 that is soy free that is soy, soy free, free. that it, is gluten free it. yeah so that's us me kind of like trying to elevate um and my boy uh, uh Chef Miguel is like the lead and the executive chef um and just kind of taking something as simple as a sweet potato it's like can you can you make me a tortilla from scratch um mm -hmm. and can you you know for our first pop up literally like salt and water. Um, preparing this sweet potato and boiling it down till it gets the right texture to where you bite into it, it's smooth, it's soft, but we can also pick it up and fry it. Like, so it's that texture to where we don't boil it down too much to where we can't pick it up out of the pot um, and then fry it to give it a crunchy texture on the outside, um, you know, and great in the inside. But that's literally like a four ingredient thing, you know what I mean? And so that whole concept is about just elevating 
elevating these vegetables and really, you know, being really great with your procedure um, to really show, you know, how talented you are, not hiding it between uh, beneath sauces and things of that nature. Um, it's just like, yo, can you can you make me some mashed potatoes with salt and pepper? That's really good. You know what I mean? That's how yeah, you, yeah. you know you know what you're doing. Yeah. So for so, the listeners out there, it is Planet Vegan Burgers, the first one, and then Padrone Grill for reference. And honestly, man, like what I'm looking at, like I wouldn't even yeah. know it was like vegan or like just non meat. Man. It's impressive. Yeah. Man, and we'll definitely put in it. put in your links uh in the description for this pod afterwards for sure. Yeah, hell yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. So that's that's the new baby, man. And and um taking my time with that um as we build that. Um my boy Chef Miguel just came from Alinea, um, which is a three Michelin uh star restaurant in Chicago. Oh. Um yeah. And so um so everything he learned from that restaurant as we collab on this, you know, he just kind of took things that, you know, things that he he learned just just in general and with the environment. And it's just like, okay, it's time to, you know what I mean? It's time to do something and, you know, make it sexy too. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so that's, um, you know, that's, that's, that's going to be our spin on that. And so just, just taking our time with the detail we're doing, um, we do like a pop-up maybe like once every two months uh, in the Bay at my friend's restaurant. Mm-hmm. And so we just kind of been testing it out on, um, on the, on the people of Oakland in the Bay area yeah. and just getting their feedback. Is this good? Do we need to change some things, you know, before we like, yeah you're testing whole... it in the market before releasing yeah. officially yeah. yeah 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 before we change topics um i i like the hashtag you have for planet vegan the lettuce uh, squash, squash the beef, squash yeah. the beef. <laughs> i think that's great yeah. uh, charlie yeah. do you want to take it over for the next transition yeah well i mean i definitely want to say i i can't wait to get out in these streets and be able to be some of the, the samplers for some of these uh because i mean sure. all of these look freaking awesome and i mean we uh i, I think being able to like you said be able to collaborate and be able to kind of take a find a new take on some of the different things that we've been used to and 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 sort of elevating that because i don't know why but i for whatever reason i thought about like just collaboration in the sense of other things as well like you know you'll, you'll hear like different artists uh collaborate on things musicians collaborate like and i think to show that collaboration in food is also a pretty cool thing as well is pretty awesome <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're all about like the people that I practice ideation with um, nowadays are, are people I really, you know, really like. And also people that have just individually put in the work, you know what I mean? Um, and, and yeah, and um, we, we're all kind of have done things prior to working together. And we're just kind of all about like, we don't have a lot of nepotism in, in the black community. Um, and so, you know, with us, it's like, we, we, we like to practice like our ecosystem. You know what I mean? We, we, we constantly talk about our ecosystem and like maintaining our ecosystem. And that could just be somebody hitting me and being asking me to do an event that I can't do. And then I'm hitting my friends and referring them without taking a percentage. You know what I mean? Like something as simple as that, you know? Um, so, yeah, man, I'm, I'm all about collabing and just, you know, just building relationships with people you actually like. And it's, it's necessary as like small business owners and just people that lack a whole bunch of capital and resources. You know what I mean? We, we, we have to share our relationships. Like, I don't got a lot, but I do know this person. That person might help you do this, which might turn into this. And it's just one big old circle. So, yeah. 
definitely respect yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So for our last segment, um, we always like to really um, highlight what is of meaning to our guests. And so I really wanted to dive into that and, and what that, you know, what is something that is of meaning to you that you really want to, to highlight? Um, you know, I'm, I'm really, I'm really big into like adventure um, sometimes, but you know, it's, it's really kindness. Like I, I hope it's not too corny, but what I learned that is if I don't have actually kind people around it sabotages what i'm trying to what what i'm trying to do like there's a selflessness that is i found is a is a it means a lot to me um it's it's that opening scene from aladdin where you know aladdin robs the bread you know he, he he's on the run he takes his bread he needs to eat doesn't have any money and then after he gets away he sees the two kids in the street um, are, it's one kid, I haven't seen a lot in a minute, but he gives the bread that he stole and worked hard for to this other poor kid in the street, you know what I mean? And it's it's just super important because um, a lot of times I go into things head on and you, you can get, <laughs> you can get bitten the behind with people that might take advantage of that, that don't have that selfishness and that kindness. But I think it's, it's important for the, the ecosystem and for the culture um, to just actually be nice people. You can't teach it. And I just find myself being attracted to those people or somebody that might um, be acting like they're kind. And then, you know, through, you know, you know, over time you see okay you didn't you lack that integrity I can see that wasn't who you really were um but yeah I'm just that's that's kind of like my ethos like you know with food it brings people together and you have to serve you have to you have to you know there's there's love in your creation and you can taste it um and so it's that kindness it's that love um it's just it's really important um because if you don't have that man at least for me, I just think you can get lost and like, just, you can get lost, you can get lost in the sauce. So I just, for me, it's just, it's, it's literally kindness. It, it means a lot. It's selflessness. Um, and I think those kind of create that, you know, that, that real, that family um, that we all need to kind of help support the things that we're doing. Um, and so it's just, it's, it's important in my life. And you know, my family doesn't judge me. My kids don't judge me if I'm if I'm gone and I'm working and I'm gone for three weeks. You know, my I co-parent and I get back and it's not like there's no judgments on that end. It's like we know what you're doing, why you're doing it with great intentions. And and when I get back, that energy is like it's like, hey, how are you doing? What how is everything going on? You know what I mean? And it's you, you need that, man. I, I really think you need that, man. We need more love. So I guess uh, maybe that's the value is just love. man. It's real love. <laughs> it's, it's real love not the not the fake love um but that's it's it's everything even though it sounds cliche but it's actually practicing that that kindness and and, and that love every day um you know and charlie we just read thing like a mug you know waking up with that gratitude man every day um and and just being grateful and being thankful and you know but um I don't know if that was a big ramble or just one key term, but yeah, that's, 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 yeah. 
it's it's meaningful and, and i think that's the the really big part of it is that it's meaningful to you and it, it, it's something that like it's yeah it, it gets talked about it gets brought up like kindness but then it's like I, I feel like a lot of people don't sometimes don't know what that truly looks like or like you said yeah. you know, they see that for face value but then like yeah. once you really sort of dive deeper into that it's not really that um and so you know it's it's really fascinating when you bring up kindness because it it shows up in different ways and it's like how do we how do we promote more of that and 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 sort of also be be able to recognize when it's not and how to mm. accept those moments where it's not and and mm. how do we navigate that because like sometimes mm. we like even even from the book like sometimes we try to put our own expectations of hey, we want this situation or this person to be kind and maybe they're just not that or maybe you know our expectation is really not aligned with that and how do we navigate yeah. through that? I know, I know, I know. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like you want to, I want to put myself in a little circle. It's like, well, if it's only three kind people, it's like, you guys stand next to me and that's it, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's like, the world doesn't work that way. You're right. And I'm, I'm working on my expectations myself to not get let down when you're like, this is who I am. Like, and this is what I'm giving you. But, and it's, it trips you out when it's just like the other, the other entity on the other side doesn't give it back to you or like, you know, you know, I, I, I had a situation where I wanted to, I, I hit somebody to do a, uh, what I thought is a, is a, is a very nice and, and kind act. And they weren't interested in it. And I had to take a step back, like, you know what? The who I'm doing this for is not even like you don't even know that person. You know what I mean? You don't have the relationship with that person that I'm trying to do this act for. So how can I expect you to or how can I feel away if you're like, no, I don't want to do that? You know what I mean? And not judge you for, you know, not being, not seeing it how I see it. Like, you know, well, if you're hanging out with me or you're with me, you know why wouldn't you want to just roll with me to do this kindful act, you know, and it's just, it is what it is. And, and, you know, sometimes our core isn't aligned with everybody else's core. And you just kind of just, you, you know, you go, you, you guys, you made this decision that I don't make. And that's just what it is. You know what I mean? And you're not a bad person for it, but it, you know, I'm working on those expectations that I have for people to just be kind and it's just not them. But, you know, th that, those are people that I naturally kind of uh, separate from, you know, and it's like anybody I know from like my childhood, not only do we have commonalities, but they're actually nice people. Like, at least I feel like that. Like, I feel like my friends are like, I feel I always feel like I have the coolest friends, you know, and Charlie, you're one of those, you know what I mean? I feel like I have cool, you oh. know what I mean? It's like, you know, and Martin, of course, you know, me and you guys, <laughs> like, the meaning of this podcast you know what i'm saying it's like the meaning you know what i mean like that's that's you know that's that's there's so much good out of that so it's just like you know yeah so for those people that just don't operate like that it's just those are people i don't really like hanging out with anyway you know mm -hmm. the order i get the order i get so mm -hmm. so yeah you know Oof. yeah i love that i love that yeah um Martin, anything you want to bring up or, or reflect on before we start to wrap up? I'm just excited for like what you have in store. Mm -hmm. Like, like for all these things that you are working on and creating and trying to get out there, especially with like trying to go 
more plant-based and just trying to change the world through like what people are so comfortable seeing but like changing that point of view I love it like it's risk-taking it's fun and it's like it's uh, yeah other people are getting it done but I feel like for this movement to make it work you need more more and more people to do it right for it to become like normalized because obviously it's not easily accessible to everyone so for it to keep going and with this momentum it's gonna be great and I know I'm already thinking about driving up to Fresno to try and (laughs) your food man yeah definitely talk. man listen right. martin let's go yeah. no i was gonna tell you after this podcast like, like let's plan it out we'll take a trip to fresno to try out the food down yeah man or uh or you know or come to the bay man because i'll actually uh i'm not on on scene um in fresno anymore uh-huh. um so you you'll the truck's there boom yeah, yeah. you know what i mean so you guys always do that um but like, oh, you'll physically see me in the kitchen or working the cash register for all the Padron pop ups and things mm. of that nature. And, and that's um, the even though, we're doing you know, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, so that'd be great, man. It's it's funny because um, I just don't like how divisive sometimes when we talk about like when people talk about plant based or it, it comes like vaccine talk. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, to where it doesn't have. I just I don't like when food. I don't like when anything is divisive. You know what I mean? So like, I just have to say, like, I don't judge anybody for eating any type of way. You know what I mean? Um, you know, it's like, it doesn't make me better, you know, or worse than anybody. It's just like, people can have theories on like, yo, if I go plant-based, I'll live like a hundred more years. It's like, well, really, we, we may not have that data yet. You know what I mean? And you could be plant-based all you want and accidentally get hit by a car or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not going with, you know? So it's like, um, I'm, I, I, my as my friend's food truck that I just got done consulting with in Miami, Edible Chefs, their tagline is it's uh, more than just vegan food, but it's really like it's just food. You know what I mean? We got to get back to being like, it's just food. You know what I mean? This doesn't have to be a plant based restaurant. This is a restaurant and it just happens that I have no meat or dairy, but it's food. <laughs> it's it's here to, to nourish your body. And it can be just that. You know what I mean? And it just happens that I have these things. But you don't say well, I mean, some people are like this is a steakhouse or this is a beef house. You know what I mean? It's like it's it's a burger spot. You know, mm-hmm. so I just more you know I hope that just over time it can just be more to like you know it's just food like it's just yeah. chips and guac. It's not the vegan op- the vegan options. It's just chips and guac. Like you know, yeah, exactly. That's always so, vegan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you don't have to put a little tab you know at the menu like these are vegan options. You know, but so I'm just all about becoming less divisive and. Of course, more plant-based options so that we can all eat at whatever restaurant. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, I, I would love ourselves. to see more of that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm excited for you, Chef. And Charlie, if you want to wrap it up, go for it. Yeah, yeah. No, I I love I love how you put that out there as well because you know it it, it has gotten towards that direction. And I think also too, it's the the idea of access, you know, like being able to have small businesses like yourself to be able to mm-hmm. grant that access for communities that may not have that or may not even know like, oh, shoot, like I can have a mushroom that is, you know, can taste and look almost exactly texture wise, like, a, you know, something I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like how empowering is that? Because then mm-hmm. you start to really build um, a community around that and, and to even have a, a healthy community around that too. Yeah, absolutely, man. And even something as simple as like, you know, my mom making that pot of greens and she usually does it, uh, usually would do it with neck bones or, you know, um, 
smoke just whatever a ham hock or you know whatever and having me like tell like give my mom some greens that weren't flavored by like a meat stock and her be like wow like this is good and so for my own parents they're not plant-based even though they do um eat a lot differently now at their age but my mom doesn't make greens with me anymore you know what i mean that's like a mm. big thing you know it's like my daddy you know what i mean they're you know so um it's yeah it's great that's dope man that's dope cool so i always like to say you know thank you so so much for for you know hopping on the pod with us and and for being our guest i mean it was an honor to be able to learn more about you and be able to have you share about what you're passionate about so i want to first just say thank you and thank you guys bro thank you for letting me ramble you know what i mean just thank you <laughs> thank you for the thank you for the rambles man i oh, appreciate you guys anytime and i'm anytime. sorry i was late man i'm sorry i was late. Nah, it's good man nah, you good fam you good <laughs> we got an amazing season two finale yeah. this is a great episode yeah so before we head oh, out i mean oh go wait, ahead and, and okay so before you go i have um I have a like a little interview series I'm working on like for visual content mm. um, called called three minutes. Um, so definitely at some point, I would definitely love to uh, feature you guys on that. And we'll, you know, cross the ecosystems. That'd be cool. I yeah. love that. I love that. I love yeah. that. So, yeah. you know, funny yeah. enough, I was just going to ask you, like, is there anything you want to shout out or, or bring <laughs> up before we wrap up? It sounds like you kind of thought ahead. <laughs> nah, because they're going to be like, this guy's everywhere. Is this, what's, what's this company name? What's this company name? It's, it's, <laughs> it's you know. No, no more, no more shout outs, man. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> Appreciate you. <laughs> cool, cool. Well, yeah, again, thank you so much, Chef Rob, for being on with us and for, you know, our guests as well for keeping up with us, staying on tact and, you know, being able to complete our second season. Um, and we'll definitely be in the off season upcoming until, you know, we're plan out and map out what the third season is going to look like. But definitely want to shout out to, our guests shout out to our um, listeners and again this is a taste of meeting take care of yourselves y'all and take care of others and we'll be right back with you <laughs>